This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi and welcome to the show. So in this episode, it's a bit of a strange one because I'm actually talking about a new download that I've just created. And because it's quite a detailed download, I thought I would record an entire podcast episode about it. So the download is called 27 Ideas to Promote Your Pet Business. And the reason why I decided to create this download is because I've got a free Facebook group. If you're not in there already, then please feel free to come and join us over there. It is called Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses. And in there, I share publicity tips and media opportunities and that kind of thing. Um, Now, when people join the group, one of the things that happens is that there are a series of questions that people answer. And one of them is about what do you find challenging when it comes to promoting your pet business? And one of the answers that comes up over and over and over again is coming up with ideas. So I thought, okay, for the next kind of um, freebie that I create, I'm going to do it about ideas. So once you've listened to this episode, if you want to listen to the whole thing, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through each idea and go into a little bit of detail about it. But what you can do at the end of the episode is go to wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, And if you basically just swipe up from this episode, you'll be able to go to a link to go and get the actual physical PDF. So the download of the 27 ideas. So um, so you can either print it out or save it on your computer or your phone, whatever it is you do with it. But you can actually go and get the physical um, the ideas all written out for you. So if you want to go and grab that, then please do so. um, And. Yeah, and I'm going to run through the ideas with you now, and I hope you find them helpful. As always, if you do implement them or try any of them out and they work well for you, I would love to hear from you. So do please drop me an email. I'm rachel at rachelspencerwrites.com, and you can find me on social media at rachelspencer.uk. So now I'm going to go through the main part of the show. So first of all, I just wanted to say, when it comes to creating and coming up with ideas for your pet business, I know or any business really, I know that it can be hard. Um, You know, quite often you're going to have, you're going to be physically going out and doing your job, whether that's walking, grooming, training, pet sitting, or making your products. And often coming up with ideas to help you promote what you do gets put to the, you know, gets put to the bottom of the pile quite a lot of the time because you're just so busy doing what it is that you do. But I know from experience that if you're consistently showing showing online and in real life how you support your clients and you know what it is that makes you special and what it makes what it is that makes your product or service special it's going to help you keep your existing clients and attract new ones as well um so that's why i wanted to kind of create this download really with ideas coming up with ideas is one of my kind of favorite things to do i really really love it particularly when i'm on calls with people um, whether it's a pet business or any business i really really love coming up with ideas um, of different ways to kind of talk about things so i really enjoyed um, creating this download for you and i do hope that you find it helpful as well but what i will say is the reason why I love coming up with ideas is because I've been doing it for years as a journalist and it's one thing coming up with ideas about other people it's another thing coming up with ideas about yourself so when I first started creating content to promote myself and what I do in my business I absolutely hated it so for years and years I'd worked as a journalist like for you know 15 years if not longer 
So what would happen would be I would have an idea, but it would be about somebody else. It would be about somebody else who ran an amazing rescue or it would be about somebody else who lost weight or who had a brilliant business idea. It would never be about me. So I always felt really comfortable sharing other people's stories, stories I'd written about other people. Um, But when it came to me putting myself out there, I was just like, oh my God, I just can't do this. And then I think it was in like 2014, I started working with an SEO company called 360 Spin in Manchester. And it was because I wanted to improve my website rankings, wanted to be more visible because I wanted to do more copywriting um, and work with um, small businesses, helping them get press coverage. So I wanted to add that as a bit of a revenue stream to what I was doing already. And Malcolm, the guy who runs 360 Spin, who, by the way, are amazing at SEO, he said to me, look, Rachel, you're going to have to write blogs explaining what it is that you do and how you help people. And you're going to have to share tips and you have, you're going to have to talk about, you know, how to write a press release or how to find journalists to contact. And I just I just couldn't do it. So instead, I, I completely ignored him. And I would every week, instead of doing talking about what I was doing, I would share a story that had been in, you know, like the Daily Mirror or the or Take a Break magazine or whoever it was I've been writing for. And he kept chipping away and chipping away and chipping away. And then eventually I wrote like one blog post, which was really bad about, um, you know, why it's important to get press coverage. It was dreadful. Anyway, like I say, I resisted for years. I, and it really talking about myself, it really, I, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And I did, I was like this because I worried that people would think I was showing off or that I didn't know what I was talking about or that they might read it and like laugh and think, who does she think she is? And then I just thought I've got to, I've got to move past this. So like I say, after about two years after that first conversation, I gave in and I started writing the, mo- the occasional blog where I talk about how to, you know, how to pitch to journalists or how to, um, you know, why having press coverage is important or what journalists are looking for or what journalists aren't looking for. That one did quite well um, because that was kind of me writing a little bit more from the heart, but it wasn't particularly helpful. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years after that, I decided I was going to do a pet blog. So again, it was easy for me doing the pet blog because I was writing about other people. But then I slowly began to start writing stories about my own, my experience of being a dog owner, about my own dogs. And then I got more comfortable and more comfortable and more comfortable with it. And then I ended up writing this blog, um, my publicity for pet businesses blog and book. Um, And then obviously that's evolved into a podcast. So now, like, you know, now I'm quite comfortable sharing tips on what I know and sharing sharing the information I have stored in my, in my tiny mind to help other people. But for many, 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 many years, it was not the case. So I know I've waffled on a little bit there, but I just wanted to explain that to you because I know those feelings of awkwardness and embarrassment when it comes to writing about yourself. And I wanted to share that you can get past this and it will help you um, in your pet business. Um, so with this PDF, it's a four-page PDF. It's made by um, Alison from House of Henry, who's made. She's a graphic designer, and she's made it made it all look all lovely. I just sent off like a list of um, a list of my ideas. Um, and what happens is, if you do download it, you'll be sent the actual. You'll get you'll get it sent to you on an email. It will. You then click on the email. It will download the template, the PDF for you. Um, and then what I'll also do is I'll send you a couple of emails with blog posts and other podcast episodes and other resources that will help you when it comes to coming up with ideas so that's what will happen if you go and download it what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go through each idea I'm going to talk about it a little bit so you can kind of read read it on the template and then have a little bit of think about how people have implemented it and then that will hopefully help you kind of work out how it is that you're going to perhaps use that idea in your own pet business um one more thing before I go into the ideas if you do 
kind of enjoy listening to me talk about the ideas and developing ideas for you know for pet business owners and you'd like to see what it's like to work with me I also have a challenge which is happening at the end of it's happening in the middle of September even Um, so if you want to sign up for that as well I will also link to that in the blog post and in the show notes so basically if you listen to this episode you swipe up you're going to get the link to download the pdf and you're going to get the link um, if you want to join in the PR challenge so I'm going to stop talking now and I'm just going to go straight into the ideas and I'm going to go through them one by one um, and then if you want to you know have a little think about how it would work for your pet business you can do and I really hope you find it helpful because um, yeah I put lots of um, lots of ideas and lots of thinking into them um, and yeah and yeah it's a great template as well so do let me know what you think. Okay so the first thing to um, share with you before I start with the ideas is that they're not all for social media um, it's a bit of a variety of different things that I'm covering in this um, worksheet so it's things like events publicity uh, blogs that kind of thing so it's not all about social media but there are quite a lot of things that you can use on social media in the list so the first thing is to invite people to try before they buy so if you are let's say if you're um, Let's say you you run a cattery. You could open an you could have an open day where you invite people to come and have a look at the cattery and see how it all works and how lovely it is. Or if you have um, a walking business or you do training sessions, what you could do is invite people to come along and see what it's like on a typical walk or training session. Um, so they can kind of experience what it's like to for their dog to be with you or for their animal to be with you or what it's like to work with you. Um, and let's say for example you've you've got like a treat company you could you could basically have like a testing session where people can come and bring the pet along and try one of your treats so you can invite people to try before they buy that's why events are really good because people can come along to your stand and they can you know see if their dog likes your treats or if they like the products that you have so they can kind of try it before they you know they get the hand in the pocket and give you some money so that's number one number two is taking people behind the scenes so we see loads of um, posts on social media about shopping small and I think particularly after lockdown really people really want to support small businesses so what you can do in your social media is take people by the hand and kind of show them what you do so that could be like a demo if you're making a product or it could be a video of one of your classes or it can just be you know a nice visual or written account of what it is that you do and what it is that makes you kind of different from the other pet professionals or makers who do a similar thing. Number three is ask me anything. So, you know, think about the things that stop people from buying. Um, Like quite often people might have a really, really surprising objection. So you could have an ask me anything option on your website where they can send a direct message to you about any query that they might they might have. So we know a lot of pet business owners, you might have um, a live website where you literally see people on there on your phone, you get a notification that someone's on your website so they can chat directly to you. Um, so that's something that you can think about implementing, particularly if you've got a service as well, where people might want to have an answer kind of straight away. Um, you can let number four is that you can let your customers do the talking so do you think about regularly sharing testimonials on your social media now that's one thing I'm really trying to do more of and also remember that testimonials don't have to be perfect polished Canva posts they can literally be somebody sending you a whatsapp message saying thank you so much for looking after Patch while we've been on holiday you know he looks great and he's um, you know he's obviously really enjoyed his walks um, you can share that just you know just a quick screen grab um, doesn't have to be really polished um, same goes for Facebook reviews that kind of thing or comments on your Facebook page as well 
And then number five is to ask for testimonials. So I know I, I sometimes find it difficult to get feedback or difficult to get testimonials. And when people ask me for them, it's like, oh, you know, sometimes it's like, oh God, what do I say? Um, and it can be quite difficult to get them. But one way to make it a little bit easy is just to give a few simple questions for people to answer. So, you know, what was it like working with you? Um, what was, you know, what was the best, what was the, the thing that they liked the most about your product? Just a couple of little prompts and then that will help them leave a testimonial for you. Number six is to collaborate. So it's great to buddy up with other pet businesses in your area. Um, and the more contacts you have, the more people know about what you do, the more likely they are to refer you to other people. So think about different businesses in your area who you could collaborate with. That might be a pet shop, it might be a local groomer. Um, just think about people you can buddy up with um, to help, you know, shout about your business. Another thing you can do is document each day. So every time something interesting happens, so you don't get stuck for things to write, put it in your phone and use it as content. So when I do my blogging course with people, I get them to have like a special, I know it's not rocket science, but I get them to have a special book where they put all their ideas. So whenever an idea comes into the head, I try to get them in the habit of going home and writing in their in their ideas book. I even... I even used to send out like a, a notepad with a picture that was a yappy notepad and it was with um, it was a yappy notepad with a picture of their dog. So if they had like a black and white terrier, I would order them the black and white terrier yappy notepad. So it means that all your ideas are in one place. So whenever you're stuck, then you can go and open your ideas book or wherever it is that you can document your ideas. So let's say you're out on a dog walk and one of the dogs photobombed a wedding. That's a funny story that people will really love. Now, you might forget about that by the end of that day but if you keep hold of it you keep it in one place you can go back and refer to it and also when you're stuck for ideas you can go go and look at things that you might have wrote a year ago and that might prompt you to think about something that you can share today so also use your own stories for social media so don't copy what other people are doing um, you know share your own experiences that only you have been through so people see the real you um, and that's much more personal um, so think about sharing your own stories for social media. So that's number eight. So with me, for an example, I might share a story about how my dog's, rec you know, how I wanted to teach my dog recall because my old dog was nearly shot by a farmer. There probably won't be many many people who can share that story. So if I share that my story rather than, you know, 40% of dogs have got bad recall that I read on a meme, it's far more compelling and memorable, isn't it, than me just sharing something general. So number nine is keep a list of the questions that get asked over and over. So again, I always talk about this when I do the blogging course. They can be turned into social media posts and blogs or simply, you know, like a nice little tile on Canva. You know, want to know why your dog eats grass? This is the reason why. And then people can share that. Um, and, you know, that means that you're reaching more people. Number 10 is to start a blog. Um, so that might feel like a massive step. But when people land on your website, having a blog containing helpful information can really help build a connection and make them choose you and also with blogging if people are searching for specific terms then you want to be found and if you blog then it's more likely that google will send people to your website so for example one of my one of the ladies in my membership community lottie from the cozy canine company she blogs about personalized dog walking bags so if you google personalized dog walking bags you're going to find her products so while blogging might seem like hard work it's really, really great in bringing the people who are looking for what you provide to you. So don't be put off by it. Um, and if you do want to have more help with blogging, do send me a direct message. Um, 11 is to be consistent. 
Um, so if you do decide to blog, try to keep at it. Um, it doesn't matter if you only do it every two months or you can do it every week. Just try to be consistent and don't let it kind of fall by the wayside. And also think about, you know, how often are you going to be able to blog realistically? Um, so don't say, you know, try and set yourself up for success rather than give yourself, um, you know, a massive, a massive hill to climb every week if you're going to blog every week and you're going to find it difficult. Um, so... Number 12 is to look everywhere for ideas. So when I'm kind of writing my emails or thinking about things to put on social media, I quite often get ideas from TV programs I've been watching or from a magazine that I've read or, you know, something I've heard on a podcast that isn't even anything to do with pet businesses. So look everywhere for ideas, um, particularly with animal programs. There's loads of animal programs on the telly. So you might be watching something um, and see something that you think people would like to know about or to discuss so use that for a content idea and talk maybe talk about how you do things differently or what you liked about their methods um and then number 13 is look to the stars so um you know celebrities often talk about what their pets mean to them so i was reading in the newspaper just as i was writing this this um this download about how lorraine lorraine kelly from gmtv was talking about how her border terrier angus helped her cope in lockdown so if you feel the same you read something that a celebrity says if you feel the same you can talk about you can talk about what they said you can share it in your content number 14 is to keep a cuttings file so i again i know i've got a journalism background but you can do this as well if you've read something that you like in a book or you see something in a magazine or something on the telly that you think would be a good talking point make a note of it and put it in a folder. So I have got, um, I've actually got like tons of folders, but I've got a specific folder for ideas. So you can have a cuttings file full of newspapers, magazines, little scraps of paper, whatever works for you, um, and put your ideas in there. Number 15 is to be a news hound. So on a, on a similar thing, on a similar theme to the cuttings, um, read your local paper, see the kind of stories that they're interested in and try and think about how your business can fit in there. Um, in the notes for this episode, I've linked to another podcast, which will help you more on that. Um, but try to think a little bit more like a journalist. Um, number 16 is follow reporters from your local paper on social media because you never know what they're going to be looking for. They might be looking for a dog walker. They might be looking for a cat cattery owner. They could be looking for a pet product maker. They might want to speak to that you, somebody like you, for a story. And you can, you know, you can discover that on social media. Um Number 17 is another it's another um, pitching like publicity idea um, and it's one where you can put yourself forward for a day in the life feature. So lots of local newspapers and regional newspapers have these sections where they kind of profile a day in the life of somebody from their particular area. Um, so you can go and pitch yourself forward for something like that. Or you could simply write, you know, a day in the life of a dog walker or whatever it is that you do in your business and put it on your website and that would be an interesting um interesting piece for somebody who's thinking of hiring you to go and read and um, to you know paint a picture of what it's like if you're caring for their animal number 18 is be the expert so what is it that you know like the back of your hand is it how to stop a dog barking is it how to calm an anxious cat is it how to dress a tortoise so i've spoken to people about those three topics for stories and it's led to them getting brilliant publicity in huge newspapers and magazines so think about what you're an expert at and put yourself out there um to talk about that again i've got another podcast episode which i will link to in the notes for this um, podcast which you can go and listen to and that's with a lady called kelly who is a um a beagle expert and she only trains beagles so her her interview is so interesting 
Number 19 is that you can hold a charity event. So is there an appeal that's close to your heart? Then you can hold a charity event for them. Um, and, you know, that can attract people in your local area. And, you know, you're doing good by doing good. And it's, you know, increasing your visibility, but also you're giving something back as well. So think about doing that. You can combine your passions. So I love this idea. When I was doing the research for this, I asked a few of the people in my membership community about, you know, out there ideas that they've done for their pet business. And one of the ladies, Stephanie from Scrubber Dog, she's a dog groomer. She used to be a DJ before she was a dog groomer. So she had a doggy disco um, and that was to launch a spa package that she was doing in her dog grooming salon. So can you imagine like how exciting that would have been amongst her clients and followers? this doggy disco and the spa package it was just brilliant so she combined her passions so that's another idea that you could do um number 21 is that you create your own community so this has been amazing in lockdown where um quite a lot of people who i've been working with have made their own facebook groups and facebook support groups and things like that um membership communities as well um so there's a lady called Suzanne Gould from Edinburgh Holistic Dogs. She built a really big Facebook group supporting Edinburgh dogs in lockdown. Another lady I've been working with called Kerry Lawson. She launched a membership community called the Happy Dog Project. And that did so well because people obviously want their dogs to be happy. So she's got this fantastic Facebook group where she shares loads of really brilliant information on how to make sure your dog doesn't get separation anxiety, signs your dog might not be very might you know might be struggling or might be feeling anxious so she's created this brilliant community and they're people who love Kerry and love what she does and who are you know primed for her to talk about her products and services in there number 22 is that you can host an event so once you started building relationships with other pet businesses in your area you might want to consider creating a real life event so groomer um, Anna Pollard from the Doghouse in Leicester she's hosting a canine coffee morning so she's, she's going to work with dog walkers and trainers and product makers from her local area and then she's going to bring the dog owners in they can go and enjoy all the different things that are on offer at her, at her canine coffee morning so that's a brilliant idea for an event there and you can do something similar number 23 is that you can put on a competition so I am going to link to another podcast that I've done which has got more information on this but when I say competition, you can do it in a newspaper, in a magazine, or on your own website or social media channels. Like everybody loves winning things and they can create a real buzz around your business and product and service. So that's another great way for you to um, promote what you do. Number 24 is to team up with other businesses for a competition. So you can make the prize even bigger by working with other pet businesses. So if you've got an idea for a competition, let's say if you make, you know, dog walking bags and you want to, you want to give away a brilliant dog walking bag full of everything that you need to go on the like you know the best dog walk ever you might want to team up with a toy company and a treat company and you can all work together and all reach each other's audiences and followers number 25 is that you can review a product so on your website you can or on your social media channels you can review a product that you can't live without so that might be a furbo dog camera it might be you know your favorite it might be your favorite um compostable poo bags that's the kind of thing that people will love to read about love to learn about love to share and the person who makes the the dog camera will share it and the person who makes the, the poo bags will share it and any owners who read and think actually other people need to know about this will share it so you review a product and you can reach lots more people 
Number 26 is that you can put on a challenge. So you can take what you do in your business and turn it into a challenge. So one of the ladies who did my blogging course, Alex from Rove Pet Services, she, in lockdown, she um, she's a real champion of loose leash walking. And she decided to do an online challenge. So Alex is a pet professional, so she knows how to do it properly. She did an online challenge to help dog owners learn how to walk on a loose leash so we were all stuck at home we couldn't go out Alex couldn't walk her dogs but she wanted to do something to help her clients and help other people who've got dogs so she set up this brilliant challenge and like over a thousand dog owners took part all over the world and then after that many people booked like online training packages with her or after support so that was a really brilliant way for her to reach lots of people and do put on a really great challenge where they learned lots for their pets as well so that was brilliant um and the final one is to stop checking out the competition. So I've done this, I've done this download to give you loads of ideas, and I know that I know I've waffled on so much on this podcast. But the reason why I did it is because when we're out of ideas, one of the things, and I'm guilty of this as well, um, that we can that we often do is we go and look at the competition, and we might look at another dog walker or another product maker and think, oh my god, look at them, they're doing so brilliantly, and I'm sat here and I can't think of an idea. But what I wanted to do is give you this download so you can have an idea, first of all, but I also wanted to to kind of leave you with the message that it can be so easy to compare yourself to others, but we never know how long they've been doing what they do. We don't know how much support they've got. We don't know how well they're really doing, and it can be so easy to look at people on social media and think, oh my gosh, they are absolutely smashing it, and I'm rubbish, and compare yourself and feel really, really, feel really down. The message I want to leave you with, and I need to remind myself of this as well, because I'm guilty of it too, is just to be yourself. Um, I listened to a podcast by Bella Vassa, who's brilliant, um, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well. But she shares, um, she said on, on this episode that the only person you need to be in competition with is you. So it should be you who, you know, you're you're looking at and you're want, wanting to improve and do better than and push forward. So that's my final message um, as the final idea to stop checking out the competition and just to be yourself. So that is the 27 ideas. Um, and I do hope you find it helpful. Um the reason why I've kind of given examples and talked about case studies is because I wanted to reiterate the fact that these ideas do work. Um, they're all things that I've done myself or I've seen other people do and they've done really well with. Um, I don't want to give you ideas that are just going to you know, take up a load of time or a load, be a load of hassle and not really lead to anything for you. So I do hope you find them helpful. If you do, please let me know on social media. I would love to hear about how you get on. I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms. And if you do any of them and you're sharing on social media as well, please feel free to tag me. I'd love to see them. Um, and finally, yep, if you do enjoy this, you do enjoy this podcast, I would be so chuffed. I know I talked about testimonials, but I would be so, so chuffed if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcast app, or you can go and leave a review on my Facebook page, which I'll link to in the show notes as well. But I do hope you find this helpful. Um, look forward to seeing your ideas and I will look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.